You are listening to Moms with the Tea. Because we're moms with the tea, we have the tea in the literal sense. Steffi, what are we drinking, girl? We are drinking. It's nothing special. We have an allergy tea. How disrespectful. (laughs) Um, We have an allergy tea. It's absolutely nothing um, special, but it's absolutely nothing short of the magic herbs. And so I just wanted to share this little brief story my baby girl got into um we used to have poison ivy around our house and we tried to get it all out but i think that um she got into some Uh and so her eyes were like swollen and she had bumps all around and so it's kind of like a weird allergy type of um reaction along with this poison so um stinging nettle is a really good herb that i use in this Mm. allergy tea and the nettle is an antihistamine so it's just as wonderful as taking benadryl without the sleepy drowsy whatever i like that and of course yeah (laughs) and of course i have you know all the immune building herbs in there like echinacea and elderberry and things like that so um, i made that tea for her and within like four hours she was knocked and the bumps were gone so i was like i'm gonna drink some of this today um we've been kind of sneezing and stuff as this weather changes Mm -hmm. and we're going into fall so that's my spiel well, thank you. This tea is delicious, Stephanie. It is wonderful. I'm loving it. And I'm sneezeless. <laughs> so, sneezeless. I think that's a new word. <laughs> Guys, welcome back. Welcome, welcome. To Moms with the Tea. Moms with the Tea is back. So we have a special guest. We sure do. Today, we have Hillary. Oh. Hillary. <laughs> and a newly mom. Actually, I'll let you introduce yourself, Hillary. Hi, I'm Hillary Butler, and I am, well, I'll call myself the cousin in law. Yeah. <laughs> She's our cousin. Fine ladies. <laughs> and um, I just had a child about five months ago. So he was born in late March and couldn't be happier, but also like in a big adjustment period. And so when I heard about Moms with the Tea, I was like, oh my gosh, you got to get on this, this cast. So <laughs> I have some things to say, so I'm really happy to be here. I'm We're happy so to have excited you. to have you. Super excited. It's been it's, so long. Yeah. <laughs> Before we kind of jump into things, how is your motherhood journey? How is it going? It's getting better and better every week. Uh-huh. And it has its ups and downs. I think you guys have said it best in the past. It's like, I wouldn't have it any other way. And I love having a son. But I will say I'm still trying to find myself again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm still redefining who I am as Hillary before I who I am as a mom. Mm-hmm. That makes sense? No, yeah. it makes so, it makes complete. So, sense. Um, you know, the first I was on maternity leave for three months, and the first month was great because my parents were here, uh-huh. um, and they stayed for about three weeks, and that was—I mean, they cleaned the house, they mm-hmm. cooked, so Lawrence, my husband, and I could 
just spend time taking care of the baby, but then also trying to spend time with each other too. That's great. Good. And then my parents left. <laughs> and reality set in. Right. <laughs> reality set in. And I was like, oh, I haven't done laundry in like almost a month. <laughs> like, oh, those are the dishes that are growing mold on them. <laughs> oh, I'm breastfeeding every two hours and I haven't even changed. Are you, you know. Are you still breastfeeding? I am. Okay. I am. I'm doing half and half. Uh huh. So. That's wonderful. Uh-huh. He is yeah. such a cutie. He, he is. is a By the way, <laughs> he is the cutest little baby. But I, you know, I would just say it's it's getting better because I'm just learning like what is what makes me happy again versus mm-hmm. just always focusing on on my son. No, that's something that it took me a while to. Oh wow! Like yeah. two years. <laughs> parenting doesn't come with the handbook. Yeah. And can I say this? You know, um, I think that's wonderful that your parents were there. Ladies, lean into your support. Lean into your support. I came from being a young mom, and so I did a lot of things by myself. And then by the time I had my second child, six years later, I was like, yeah, I had to relearn everything again. It was six mm-hmm. years had passed, so I forgot all about having a baby and all that stuff. And I was so independent. You know, I had done it now for six years, and I forgot to lean into my support. I forgot to. I was too prideful to. Ass, but I was like t- tired and worn out, and so yeah, no. So that I think that's great. Yeah, I totally agree. I I was very nervous about having my parents come for that long mm-hmm. because, um, quite frankly, I'm not really that close with them. You know, to where I'm like they're going to be intruding into our lives for yeah. three weeks. Yeah, but they probably uh, were just like, we want to help. No, exactly. And, and so other moms, you know, before I became a mom, they just told me. Trust me, you will want the help. Yes. them there. <laughs> understood what that meant. Yes. Until they were there, so that's great. It's it's it, yeah. To your point, it's like it's, I think it's very hard, quite honestly, as Black women to ask for help. Oh, it is. We, we're strong. We're strong. <laughs> People make us to be. You know, you're supposed to be strong. So right. yeah, it's um, embedded in us. It's like it talk is. to us from like our grandmothers and yeah. their moms. I mean, it really is hard to ask for help. I personally. I yes, that's my struggle. That's my biggest struggle is asking for help. I'm doing better now, but that was like my biggest struggle in anything, not just in parenting, just in any aspect. I'm like, I got it. I can figure it out. You know what? My husband tells me that still to this day. He goes, you like even running the business and stuff, you know, I'll be like running behind and I'm like, I got to get these orders and stuff. And then I'll call him and I'll tell him like, just... (laughs) Just forget it. I've got to do this, and I got to. And he's like, "You are so proud. Like you could just ask me for help. (laughs) Like you don't have to not ask for help." So, and also just something when I was in a relationship with my son's dad, something that was really hard for me. And we're gonna get into this topic kind of well pretty soon, but just thinking your partner or your spouse knows exactly what you want without saying it and you get frustrated yes. when they don't. I want you to know like, what I'm thinking. How do you not know that I want you to do this? I want you to wash right. the clothes. Even though I didn't tell you, I just want you to do it. And yeah. it, it, it was frustrating and yeah, to say the least. To say the least. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. So, no. I need to talk about, you know, and then there's the opposite and the flip. So, again, being on leave for three months was I had never not worked in my life. Wow. Okay. Yeah. To to going to not working. Right. Yes. And focusing on this human. Yeah. (laughs) I I felt like I was back in the 1950s. 
Yeah. It's almost like you are isolated. That's funny that she brings that up because I was just getting ready to say, and I was like, well, maybe this isn't the time to say it just yet, but I'm like, I'm liking this new part of, like you said, you're discovering yourself. And so now we're knowing, we used to just know Hillary. We've known Hillary quite some time now because, like I said, she's our cousin. She can say in law, but she's our cousin. Pretty much. Um, And (laughs) it's been some years now. And so we've always known Hillary, but now Hillary's a mom. So just to see this, I think that's, that it's like a flower that is ever. It adds a different layer. It does. It, it, It gives you something, you know, you're gonna look back now and you're gonna be like oh this is what that was all about no, you know? it, it definitely does and since we're on the topic of adjusting we're gonna be changing soon but like it's it's almost like um you have who you are before the baby and this is something i struggle with mainly because like you hillary i've been working since i was 16 i have my own identity i love the life i loved and then yeah. you, you have this baby and it's like okay, just everything. Who who am I? But not you're not thinking like I was having trouble. Like this is who I was before Malik, and this is who I want to be. Versus like I'm a, I'm a better person, right? You know, versus like your baby is your child develops you or you you become a new person. It do, yeah. versus I'm trying to be who I was before right. the baby. Right. right. You would never be that person again. I mean, you, it, no. you will never be. Yes, it's absolutely impossible. And it like you said. You said adding dynamics, but I think it's like um, it it shows you more of you know it really just exposes some things to you and it matures you and it it, it it's a hmm I'm it's like how can I go on about experience. mommy it is it really well, is you know some people get offended by this statement but I, I don't like when I finally became a mom even just to tell you both, like, I, I really don't know how you're doing it. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not a disrespectful statement. It's more so like when you join, and I'm going to just say, when you join this club, yeah. you don't get it in it. Until you're in it. And it's one of those things where you have to learn to, you are juggling a bunch of different things. And at the same time, your hormones are like mm-hmm. rampant. All over the place. (laughs) And you're just trying to figure, you're just trying to center yourself in the midst of this craziness. Mm -hmm. No, you are. Mm -hmm. And to have other moms who, and and the thing that has kept me sane, quite honestly, is I'm like, I'm not alone. And like every other mom is going through the exact same thing. Mm -hmm. Like this Mm -hmm. is not unique. Mm -hmm. But it feels like it. It does. It feels like it's just you. I felt like when I was, when I had my baby, I felt like this is just me yeah it was it was insane and i felt like i was behind but yeah i guess what i was trying to say earlier is that i noticed that my kids actually added you know life Mm -hmm. to me like so there was a lot of things that i didn't even know that i was capable of or i could do until i had kids and i'm like oh i can wash the dishes and feed the baby at the same time (laughs) speaking of being capable (laughs) let's get to our our topic of co-parenting yes something that's difficult <laughs> it is so difficult <laughs> if you are i mean i feel like co-parenting is one of the most difficult challenges i have in motherhood yeah. let's be honest mm-hmm. for me it's the most difficult very difficult it took me a second to not a second but a hot minute to get some things in order yeah. for my for my co-parenting with malik's dad yeah hillary you have you have your first child however my cousin, right, I was gonna say you guys both had did the parenting prior side of that, right? This yeah, his, this is his third. So mm-hmm. this is his third, and that was my case too. Malik was his dad's third, mm-hmm. and so but you guys is first, and so how was that for you guys to kind of 
mom a little bit on the outside. Well, and I won't, let me not discredit what you guys were doing because let me not say a little bit, but to <laughs> no, mom on the outside, experience. it is no, about it's a different, different experience. experience. So how was that experience to then come back? And so you, you know about kids and you dealt with kids, but then you come back and now you had your first. It's so I can, I can start. Go ahead. I, I'll start with, <laughs> but I, I'll talk about what I felt about my husband at the time. So when I was pregnant, I was so excited because in my mind, I felt like I had an assumption that because Lawrence has done this multiple times, like I'm not going to have to work as hard once I have the child because he knows everything. Like he's going to be able to teach me everything. <laughs> That's literally what I thought. I was like, it's going to be great. Because it's going to be a piece of cake. Not his first time. Oh my gosh. Be, you know, picking up, like pulling a lot. And, you know, I just had all like this beautiful dream in my head mm -hmm. and it was the polar opposite. Yeah. So, <laughs> he probably was thinking the same thing. It's been some years. I don't know what to do. You woman handle this stuff. It's, actually, it's, it's not so much that what it was is reframing it up, reminding myself, this is not his first child. Mm -hmm. Another one, the things that I'm really sensitive to, mm -hmm. he's not sensitive to because it's like, it, you know, if our son was crying, he's like, he's okay. And I'm like, no, yeah, he's not. I can understand that because he's used to, yeah. He's used to things. And what I've heard from parents who have second and third children, it's like, it just, it gets a little easier. It and you're does. Not as, you're not as overly sensitive to certain things. It does. You know the kid is going to be okay. You know, there was one time, I'll tell you, a great example is, Lawrence was like, let's just bring him in the shower with us to clean him. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, have you lost your mind? <laughs> right. <laughs> and and it's, it sounds wonderful, but. Yeah. So like, I think uh, like for me, especially not so much like me being a stepmom to me being like having a child myself, but actually more of like reframing that this is his third child and this is not his first child. And mm -hmm. I need to, I need to be understanding of that. Like when we're going through this journey together. Right. So maybe not how you expected it, but still to say, you know, he still knows he still has a, you know, got a, a great sense of experiencing that, especially mm -hmm. at a, at a young age. Actually, like it's kind of beneficial to you because it's like a, it's not like chaotic. It, like yeah. Chill. Where you both don't know. We'll okay. You're you know, this is be fine. You know, you have a partner who can calm you down versus mm -hmm. like freaking out with you. That's true. That is very, very true. My cousin, um, Delise mm -hmm. just recently had a baby as well too. And I've noticed her baby is so fat. When I say mm -hmm. she is so chunky, she's so chunky, but she is the cutest thing ever. And it's a healthy chunky mm -hmm. because she's um, breastfed. Mm -hmm. So, you know what I like to tell moms, you can't overfeed that baby. Right. Mm -hmm. So she kind of took that idea and ran with it because she's a first time oh, Mom. And I'm like, so me just sitting back with my three kids, you know, and then some change. I'm like, um, I watch her every single time that the baby cries. I know she's not hungry and I can sit there and I go and I can talk to her and I can kind of like play with her and she's just fine. I can distract her for a minute, but her mom and I don't ever mm -hmm. say anything because mm -hmm. it's not my baby. I don't want to overstep mm -hmm. anyone's toes. I don't want to make her feel uncomfortable, but I'm just watching her and I'm like, she's going to rush and go feed her again. Uh -huh. And she's going to go feed. And I'm like, she's not even hungry, uh -huh. <laughs> but you know, I also then have to stop and remind myself too a mom knows mm -hmm. and these are those most precious years that even if you know Lawrence has an idea where you're like you know he's used to it and this is totally fine and you're not that's okay because then this is still that experience for you and so I'm in a relate. well I'm not I'm not in a relationship I'm single <laughs> just so y'all know <laughs> I was in a relationship with my son's dad and it did not work out so now we're in the midst 
of co I mean, I mean, for co-parent for the next 18 years. <laughs> she looks at the calendar as she says this. Right. She goes, how long are we going to do three hours? <laughs> <laughs> and then Hillary, what's your co-parenting, um, what's your um, co-parenting journey like? Yeah. You know, it's been, it's, I, I'd say there's a different journey beginning than now. So, said another way like in the beginning when you have the baby or when we had the baby i'm starting from complete scratch and i had all like i said i had all these assumptions about how i was going to be a mom Mm -hmm. (laughs) and and how lawrence and i were going to come home from work and immediately cuddle on our child and sit there together and hold hands by the fire right like i had this just like weird movie no it was beautiful though (laughs) it was beautiful it was beautiful um the reality is right so when we when we first when we had Hayes, he's my son um lawrence had to go right back to work and so it was one of those things where again i was on maternity leave and i was with him all day and Lawrence is coming home at six o'clock in the evening and he's exhausted and I'm immediately upset because I had this vision that he would come home refreshed (laughs) and we would all again cuddle Mm -hmm. right the reality is started to set in pretty quickly of okay as as a stay-at-home mom for the first three months with a husband who's working like it is a very different dynamic and i had to understand that i couldn't place a bunch of demands on him as soon as he got the door Mm -hmm. right so that was my first adjustment period of co-parenting is like yes you co-parent but you also have to be understanding of what the other person is going through at that particular moment in time and that was very hard for me in the beginning and then i just say is you know time went on and then what it got better was when i went back to work um because then i did sympathize a lot more because i was coming home tired yeah. <laughs> you know and i was realizing oh now i understand why you know we both can't do everything no um but i will say this the biggest adjustment and we're still adjusting that is just losing my sense of control so Mm -hmm. there's things that i want my husband to do um and i assume that he should be doing when in reality he's going to parent the way he wants to parent Mm -hmm. and we're not we're two different people so as an example if he wants to play until 10 o'clock at night sometimes i get upset with it but other times i have to sit back and go you know what he's bonding with yeah Mm Who am I to say, no, you need to lay in bed right now. Like this is, we're both parents in this. So I think that's the biggest thing is letting go of, listen, it's called co-parenting. There's two two parents in this relationship. And yet mom, you have a bond with your child, but you are the only one. And you are not the only one who can determine how you're going to live. That is true. This is something that that I struggle with because I was so used to having my baby. And I say baby loosely because he's like three. Right, right. (laughs) And she was like, who had a baby recently? I say baby, I mean, I was so used to having, when me and his dad was together, I was so used to being in charge of, you know, of his care, of his brother's care, of the house, of everything. And then when I removed myself from that situation, and then I would have him full time, 
But however, he will go to his dad's house, mm-hmm. and I would just be like, "Okay, what's going on over there? Yeah. Who are you with? Who's it?" I I could mm-hmm. not let go of that control, mm-hmm. and it was like he knew. I mean, and on top of that, it was fresh, mm-hmm. and so um, it was a fresh, freshly separated thing. It was just not a good co-parent situation yeah. for either. I mean, I had my faults, and he has his too, and so what we had to do is like create boundaries to meet in the middle. And I had to say, I have to let go of things I can't control, and things I can, I will control them, but I can't control what's going on over there you have to be like and you have to relax your mind so that does bring us back to that topic of moms with a t right you know sometimes it's like it's it's okay to relax we get we get so organized and to plan and a schedule and but these babies don't work like that they are and our kids don't work like that and And and, and let's just say men parent exactly (laughs) and let's just say men parent differently than than than, you know for the most part you know um i can say honestly i'm sure there's that one man out there that's with that one woman that's little less nurturing than that woman yeah. but for the most part yeah. like that stu- that research uh-huh. that you read yeah. on something that, that got deleted <laughs> <laughs> um, but that research that Shade. you were looking at <laughs> I just did our last podcast, by the way. (laughs) We did a podcast two weeks ago, and I was trying to edit it, and I deleted the whole thing. And then she, it's so funny because then she texts me and she goes, Don't be mad. I said, I'm mad. (laughs) She said, It's not gone, gone, but it's 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 gone. The moment never left, but yeah. Right. I was like, And so it's so funny because I never let her forget this. I'm like, In the very first episode, we were recording on my iPad before we like got all established with the computer and the mic and stuff. And I had lost the recording. And she goes, Oh my God, how did you lose the recording? And we just recorded for an hour. So, yeah. She was unable to bring hers back. I brought mine back. Yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> anyway, like I was saying, we had to do, we had to create some boundaries because for me, I'm a real stickler on bedtime. And you know, Hayes is a baby. He's a newborn. So the bedtime thing is different from Malik. He's two. We need, I, I have to have schedule. So we agree. Like he needs to be in bed around 838. You know, mm-hmm. no later than nine. We have that. We have that agreed upon, and um, it's just like I just had to let go of a lot of things. Some things that Malik will come home with shock socks that I sent him with, and I'm like, "Y'all change our socks with your dad." But you know what? His dad loves him. They have a great time, mm-hmm. and so what? He comes home with a pair of dirty right. socks. I was. I just gotta, <laughs> I just gotta deal with it. I just gotta freaking deal with it. She tells that story too, just like the story I was talking about when I was uh, away out of town, and of course, you know, dad is in charge, and I come back. And I'm like, uh, so when I video chatted y'all like two days ago, y'all still got on the same phone. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> what happened? And he, but everybody's taking care. He's like, everybody ate. Everybody's alive. Everybody's okay. The dogs were sick. He had the dogs feeling better and everything. But I was like, what happened while I was gone? <laughs> and everybody's co-parenting is different. For me, I, for me, I let go of some control, but some things I'm a stickler on, and mm-hmm. bedtime is being one, and the way we discipline our child together, mm-hmm. the way we, um, the way we um, interact. Mm-hmm. Also, a um, thing for me is um, he has. I mean, he's he's dating someone, and they're living. And a big thing was for me is to agree. Like, if we are bringing people into our child's life, it's only right that we. I meet that person yeah, and vice versa. If I'm bringing someone to my son's life. It's only right that I meet. So I try to set, we set boundaries and we respect each other that way. But, um, I like to kind of agree on the, 
the meat and potatoes. Like I can't, I'm not going to make a big deal over what socks he, he wears and what clothes he wears and when he takes a bath, but I'm going to make a big deal over the meat and potatoes of, mm-hmm. of this relationship right. that we have. Did that take some time? Oh my God, girl. Like, like, like I, I asked because I know you were talking about like his bedtime and stuff. Did it take time? Okay, the bedtime we were right on track because we just, been, when we, before we separated, we loved the fact that our son goes to bed at 7 30 mm-hmm. and we got the whole three hours or four hours to do whatever we want. Right. The kids were in bed at 7 30. We were laying them down. They were, they were bed at eight and we were just, we loved that concept. So I feel like we didn't have to really struggle on that. Okay. Um, one thing we did struggle on is like, you know, bringing new people in their lives and okay. how I should be a part of that and Got how it. he should be a part of that mm-hmm. and communication yeah. I mean yeah. <sighs> <sighs> it's like two totally different languages <laughs> we're speaking we're speaking totally different language and this is another another challenge in co-parenting is just the communication part so Stephanie how is your communication with your dad I mean not your dad right. <laughs> But with your kid's dad and their stepdad and everything like that. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. So my situation is, you know, uh, uniquely different um, in that sense, because um, my kids biological dad is not as involved. And so the only father that my kids look to is my husband. Um, and I hate to, you know, say that like that. But sometimes, you know, in the sense of just saying that men for the sake of saying that men don't you know, parent the way that we do, um, sometimes you just kind of like. I, I had to forever be unchanging. I still had to be their mom regardless mm-hmm. and protect them. But um, at the same time, I realized he wasn't on that same page. Mm-hmm. And so it was beyond co-parenting mm-hmm. with their biological father mm-hmm. because Sometimes I needed to is. make sure that they were safe and yeah. I needed to make sure that they were, um, you know, things like that. Mm-hmm. And so um, as I tried to kind of build that relationship with him, it was like, it was still just a struggle. It was uh-huh. a pool and there was like not a lot of stability. And I was like, Hey, for the sake of the kids, you know, let's do this the right way. I mean, I, you know, I'm even at the process now where I'm like, we can go through the courts. Mm-hmm. Um, so Sometimes you have to go there. Yeah. I mean, and so with that being said, I hate to, you know, like sound all, like, you know, I don't want it to sound like a drag or anything. Everybody's perfectly fine and happy, but um, I just had to kind of give him that space to say that, you know, we'll be here mm-hmm. when you do get your, and that's what my husband was saying too. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not, I don't ever want to want you to think that I'm trying to take your, your kids from you, you know, because we have children right. that are outside of the home. So yeah, I was a mom of three already. M- my husband and I, we got married. Mm-hmm. So he took on my three children, but then he also had two kids mm-hmm. outside before our, our yeah. marriage. And so right. it was like this huge, you know, um, yeah. triangle of, you know, just, and so he understood because, yeah, he understood because he had two kids outside the home, you know? And so we were like, you know, we want to preserve that as much as possible. I tried to, you know, make efforts for the kids to be able to um, talk with him and be familiar with him. But there was that line that I yeah. kind of had to draw where I was like, you know, but I can't just let them, mm-hmm. You know, if you don't have a place to stay, then I can't let them, you know, come over. So but as far as co-parenting with my husband, which I can say that I'm very blessed to have, because Mm -hmm. before that I was a single mom of of three children. And so um, co-parenting with my husband, I can say, you know, like I said, for the sake of just men, just kind of they hear things differently. So and he does tell me, like, I don't know what you're thinking, babe. (laughs) You got to tell me what it is that you're thinking. but co-parenting with him is wonderful like mm-hmm. i said we're never trying to x out you know mm-hmm. um their biological father so that's it makes yeah. it that much more wonderful um but full-time you know he's pretty much there with the kids mm-hmm. if it's not myself and um you know bedtimes are sometimes stretched mm-hmm. <laughs> clothes going wash maybe <laughs> 
I'm like, it's midnight. <laughs> He's like, well, it's it's Friday or oh, mm-hmm. or like if I'm it maybe if I'm the one who was you know working like I got off later mm-hmm. and then I expect for I just want to come home and dinner be made and he may be tired or maybe he just isn't thinking about it no. you know and I'm like you know this is something that you have to think about but so it's that sense of um control mm-hmm. but at that same time like you said letting go of control because I know that the kids are not hungry maybe they've snacked all day and uh-huh. maybe that's not what I want them to do is snack no but just right. kind of relaxing and just kind of being like okay yeah you know it, no, they, 100%. you'll look back and none of that will be important I mean if right. love just kind of comes and I, I want to ask you both this because I think one of the things that I discovered in terms of being a mom is that your child is always watching you. That is yes. true. I just learned and, that. Sorry, what? I just learned that. I was saying that's so true. I just learned <laughs> <Yes>. that. <laughs> Three kids <Like>, later. <laughs> no, but it's like, so, so for me, a lot of the times where I have to let go is actually, it's training myself that Hayes is watching how yes. I react mm-hmm. to yes. what my husband's doing. Mm-hmm. Yes. And he's watching how we interact with one another. Yeah. And if I'm constantly yelling mm-hmm. or being frustrated, uh-huh. I definitely, I'm of the belief that like your kid feels that. Yeah, like, I do. That energy is real. Something that's teaching and doing. So yes, you're right. If you're frustrated with Lawrence and all you do is yell, yell, yell. When your yep. son has that, conf- when he has confrontation, he's going to yell, 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 because mm-hmm. that's what he sees his parents doing. Mm-hmm. So you are 100% right. That is. Yeah. They, they... And it teaches, it teaches you self-control. When we said let go of control, yeah. like for me, it also was like, okay, mm-hmm. like Hayes is the reminder for me to let go of the control. No. Mm-hmm. If I'm tense, then he's tense. And on the flip side, what's funny is Lawrence, my husband is like never tense. He's that. always <laughs> he just goes with the flow. <laughs> he goes with the flow. He's always flighty. He's extreme extrovert, you know. And so Hayes plays off of that. I can see it. Like he plays mm-hmm. off of my husband's energy. Mm-hmm. And there's times I come home and I'm like, uh, like you guys just said it. Like, why is he still wearing the same clothes? You know, all these things mm-hmm. I'm thinking on in my head. And I'm like, what have you? You know, in my head, I first want to say, what have you been doing? Right. What have you been doing for the past few years? <laughs> right. But then I have to like calm myself down because I look at Hayes mm-hmm. and Hayes has this super positive energy about him. Because his dad and so I see that and I'm like, why am I going to dampen the energy that's going on in this room right now? Mm-hmm. Just because stuff didn't get done. Yeah. You know? So I think it's more of like realizing that the kid really notices everything. They do. And they do. the less you get stressed out about certain things as a mom, like the happier your kid's going to be. That's true. Person, uh, that should be like the title of this. It should because that is 100% true. Yeah, kids are kids are sponges, they're always watching out, mm-hmm. they're always in there. There's they're really absorbent, so no, they are. Um, I noticed, like I said, I just learned that because it took me three kids later. Because I always thought, you know, I hear people talk about it and stuff like that, but I was like. I still had this belief that, no, I can just tell them mm-hmm. my kids are good listeners and they're going to do this and wait until they get mm-hmm. about three or four years old. And you hear them say the exact same thing that you said to somebody <laughs> no, else. That's the thing. And you're like, what did you just say? They are just sponges. And it's, it's, it's amazing. And it's great. And it's a great experience. But yeah, yeah, I'm all for I mean, I lived a life where I was test. I mean, to us, I was stressed. <laughs> I was tense. I was just frustrated. 
Mm-hmm. And I didn't want my son to see me that in that light because that, that, that wasn't me. That's what I was going to say. That's what I was touching on earlier when I was saying, you know, for you guys having your first child. I noticed that I seen you differently as well. Yeah. I was seeing you be, I, I, you know, I was seeing you come out, out of the first being a, a mom mm-hmm. and then to actually see once things had settled down and you really did discover mm-hmm. who you were. I mean, the situation is obviously different, but uh-huh. you were like, OK, this isn't for me. Uh-huh. And now it's like to see you. Now it's like you're not necessarily not Tangine, but you've got this thing, you know, under your wing now where you're like, I'm a mom plus I'm Tangine. Because yes. at first it was just like you were just, I just seen you Girl, as just a mom. I was like a hot, you know, you were like, that's like your priority. I was, I didn't but work, okay. she was, she had just I had the baby. She's months. been dramatic. I never got dressed. I, I ate so much. I was just eating my feelings. I yeah. was just. I never hung out with anyone. I never yeah. went outside. I was like, is there a world out here? <laughs> it was. I came to see her. I was like, my cousin. <laughs> she did not look the same. But Who is this girl? Who are you? <laughs> she was just so stressed. I could tell it. But like I said, the situation was different, you know, because, of, you know, we're yeah. talking about, you know, co-parenting yes. and, and being living together versus co-parenting and needing to, you know, be out of us to readjust in a situation yes. that was going to be healthier for yes. both of you guys. The other thing I think is interesting, though, it's like, I don't know if you guys felt this way, but I think I mentioned this before, like, I felt like it was in the 1950s. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And it is so interesting because I talked to a couple of older women, including my mom and then including my mother-in-law, and they came from a generation, which the, let's even talk about our, our grandma, like grandma, grandma, they came from a generation where the mom did everything. Mm-hmm. They took care of the whole house yep. and they stayed the at home. Yeah, they stayed at home. Well, you talk about parenting and they kind of give you a funny look. Yeah, just really. Co-parenting, like, what is that? Yeah. <laughs> it's almost like this tradition is still being created. Mm-hmm. Like, so before it's like you, like you said, you would take care of the house. You would essentially take care of the child and the dad would work. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what it was. Yep. Now we're moving to. And it's kind of crazy because you're like really moving into. I still feel like people are adjusting to breaking that tradition. Oh my gosh, you're mm-hmm. not. That's not a lie mm-hmm. because for me personally, even though I, I like to think I'm a for forward-minded person. I always had dreams and motivation. However, when I was in um, when I was in a relationship, and this is nothing against him. This is nothing that he done. But I personally thought I had to clean i had to cook i had to do i brought i did it myself it Mm -hmm. was just like me what i just i'm which which you feel like you're obligated and then when i start working i still was doing the same thing i was like wait 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 this ain't right Yes. I remember. I'm just tired. Right. I can't do it all. Damn, I'm not super. Even little things like it, it, it doesn't bother me. But the expectation I still feel is like the mom is supposed to do everything. So little yeah. things like when I go visit a friend or even if I'm out of the store, the, a person will always ask the mom, like I'm with my husband and our kid, and they'll always ask me, hey, where is his bottle? Or where, like, why are you asking me? You can ask my husband too. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. Where did he last have, have a nap? And they're always directing you uh-huh. to, towards you. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, and I just think society is still, still not there. Yet. Yeah. Uh-huh. No. Nope. Not sure. Like the dad equally involved, or mm-hmm. should be. Mm-hmm. But I don't think we're there yet. No, like, we're not. And, we're and not. I think then the mom then internally burdens herself with let's make sure there's the bottle in the diaper yep. bag. Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. took a nap because society is telling you you're the one that's supposed you're to make supposed sure to that. I'm responsible for that. That's right. exactly right because for me, um, I was after we, I separated from his dad. I we I had him most of the time, 
and um he had them like weekends and like a wednesday and then so i was like hey would you like more time with him and he was like yeah and then a part of me because people say this like you never have your son because we have him like we literally have him 50 50. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and so when people call me like where's malik i'm like oh he's not here dang you never have him and i'm like oh shit. but a part of me is like <laughs> If this was, if you call his dad and ask where's Malik, mm-hmm. and uh-huh. he says he's not here, it wouldn't be you. Yeah, wouldn't, you, yeah, you yeah, yeah, you, yeah. Mm-hmm. And personally, I internalize like, damn, like I'm supposed to have him full time. Right. Because my mom had me full time, and my dad had me on weekends. Right. This is how I'm supposed to do. You, right. mom's supposed to have that kid twenty four seven. Right. And yes. then you get that extra pressure when you don't have your kid because I don't have him. I didn't have him Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday and Sunday. I, I'll pick him up on Monday. Right. And they're like, damn, where's your son? Right. Now, guys, I literally have him half the time. He's literally, he's. I do have him. Yeah. However, I don't have him all the time. Right. And I feel like I constantly have to defend myself against that because I'm supposed I to have him all the time. Multiple time, like yesterday, I went to a, like a happy hour for an hour, and the first question was, "Well, where's Hayes?" And I'm like, "With his dad." I'm, I'm at happy hour. <laughs> like, <laughs> like he's not with me. He's not in the car. I didn't bring him to happy hour. You know what I'm right. It's like the weirdest thing where it's it's like you're supposed to burden all the responsibility and. And then if you don't, it's almost like you're at fault or something. You're, yeah. Question. If Lawrence went to happy hour with his friends, I wonder how many people would say, where's, where's Hayes? Hayes? Nobody. No Nobody. one would say that. They might say, how's Hayes? No, how are you doing? <laughs> but they won't say, where's he at? Yeah. That's, yeah. That's a very That's good true. topic. That is something I didn't think. I always just thought it was because of, like you said, like our grandma. You mm-hmm. know, grandma, even grandma's that way. I could, something could go, one thing could go wrong in, in our workplace. And any woman in our family, grandma's going to be like, I mean, you can go ahead and leave that job and go home, stay home <laughs> with them kids. You don't need <laughs> And I'm like, dang, you know, so and I get it because she came from that time where, you know, that's what she did. She took care of Paul. For me, and- I got pregnant. I'm not young, but I got pregnant. Like when I first started my job, it was like, ah, I'm pregnant. Yeah. And so like I only I didn't have maternity leave. I only had like a like I want to say what what they have to give you six to eight six, weeks. Six, yeah. Six weeks. So I was like, OK. I personally, for just a personal, not just because, not internalizing what society standards are, I personally, like, I cannot go back. My baby's is eight weeks. I yeah. cannot do it. Yeah. And such a short but however, woman. when that six months came, I was like, I am ready, ready to, to go. Back. Back. Yeah. <laughs> I, and that's why I say, I say six months is a good time to start thinking about uh-huh. it. Staying home, even that whole first year it's, is isolating. It is. Lose, it is isolating. It's easy to lose yourself. Baby is your life. Yes. And that's why we have moms with the T because we're like, okay, yeah. we, we get Y'all, you done put in your hard time, you know, you put in your work get with your mom. Now get back out, get back to you, you know, and you feel so much better. I was like, even just straightening my hair the other day, I was just like, dang, I could have made time for this a long time ago, you know. But oh, then you would think three tell kids me how later. That works, I don't know. Yeah, three kids later, have two more, and then you'll realize, like, have two right, more, you know what? Time. Go in the room, be quiet. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, the other thing I was going to mention, like, is the co-parenting with blended families like we all are experiencing uh-huh. that and how's co-parenting like, with your blended family right now well i would say that's the one thing that when we talked about that there's an agreement on and you mentioned like bedtime i think the one thing i think my piece of advice to anyone listening who's in a blended family is definitely you need to have a conversation before you have a child of how you want your family to operate uh-huh. And I think we did a really good job of that. And we basically said, we want to make sure that they get to experience things equally. Yes. 
step parent and child and child because it is it's interesting dynamic, right? We have so we have um, Chesley and Jeremiah's my my two step uh, kids, uh-huh. and we only have every other weekend, right? And so now we have Hayes twenty four seven, and the first thing is we don't want any jealousy. Yeah. Animosity. yeah and so you have to create an environment where like it's an equal play equal field play. yes um and and really what that meant for us is <clears throat> before i had haze like we used we traveled a lot but we traveled just lawrence night and, I, and mm-hmm. we didn't do it with the kids because they're expensive and so we do it on our off weekends well we don't have any off weekends anymore right, right? <laughs> about that so we're, right. we're always with haze so the first thing we said before we had them we're like well, if we go on a trip now we're bringing everyone yeah wow. and that's and that's good it's a, that's the different that, side of parenting that is amazing yeah. it yes. is it's just growing in a different way and you guys you you know you'll be fine you know i um yeah. that makes sense actually malik has two brothers twins he has twin brothers and then he just newly has a new sister oh, that's right so um I try to, I'm always trying like, hey, you're going to go to your dad's house. You're going to see your bubbas. You're going to hang out with your sissy. Like, it's never something. And his dad does an awesome job with his kids. He he treats them equally. When when it was just me, his dad, and the boys, I always like, hey, boys, can you guys, you know, let's c- come and help me cook some Malik or let's play or let's read a book. You always want to incorporate those kids in there. Because I never want, when I was with his dad, I never want him to, the kids to think like, Oh, well, at least getting all this attention. attention I'm like right. anything. Mm-hmm. So right. we made special time. We even did something where I'm like, okay, you go out with your kids and you enjoy and celebrate, and I stay home with Malik and have fun with them, mm-hmm. so they can have that outlet for themselves yeah. too. Right. right. That's but yeah, true. no, that's really important to like even that plan, folks. You never want to feel like this redheaded stepchild. <laughs> exactly. That's true because yeah, my my youngest like, baby is still what like What I learned from was with Lawrence. So Lawrence came, comes from a blended family too, and he told me he's like I vividly remember times where my dad and my stepmom would take the other kids to like on a trip. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I never understood why I couldn't go. And he's like, I mean, I understand now as an adult, it probably was because the scheduling differences or like, because mm-hmm. I'm not with him that weekend. He's like, but as a kid, you don't think about that. You don't it's think about like that. You yeah. weren't able to do no. what they were able to do. And be a part of that. And it, it, it affects you long term. Mm-hmm. I can, I can mm-hmm. honestly say No, that. it does. It, it kind of put a dampers on relationships. Wow. Yeah. So definitely just like agreeing beforehand, like it needs to be equal. No. Yeah. You know, no matter what. No. And you did a wonderful thing. I mean, you just had a baby. So that's, no, so that's Hillary, enough to be. You are here rocking it. <laughs> yeah, you want a happy you, hour. Man. You trying to figure things out. Like, it, do that. But, you know, no. be, take find your me time. You know, too. Me, it took me a long time to get to that point. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It took me like, well, well, like a year and a half to get to the point where I'm just like, I'm going to happy hour. Right. I'm going to hang out well, with my friends. Let me, let me be really, like, transparent in that. It's still really hard mentally. Yeah, like, it is. Sitting there having a drink and feeling and guilty. Thinking, and thinking about your child the whole time. Yeah. You're thinking yeah. about yes. Hayes the whole time. Is he it's is he fed? Is he changed? Is he crying? Yeah. I shouldn't be out here because I my baby shouldn't at home. be like I keep mm-hmm. feeling like I shouldn't be doing this. Whereas on the flip side, if my husband goes to happy hour, he's not thinking about he's not thinking about anything. But <laughs> at the moment I walk out this door, don't come. <laughs> I think it's right. Like we have this nurturing, like sense mm-hmm. sensibility in us, and it like forces us to feel guilty all uh, the time. All the time. I mean, I will tell you all. Even right now, I'm sitting here talking to you guys, and I'm enjoying it. But in my back, of my head, I'm like, okay, did he feed him downstairs? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. So it, it is a constant. 
it's a constant mental battle. Yeah, yeah it, it is. is. I can, and I'm, I'm going to let you know, I don't think that ever goes away. It doesn't. I booked my phone. Okay, guys, we're, we're like heading on an hour. Are we? This is wonderful. We've been waiting so long to do this. I love this thing. I can't, I can't wait to like edit this and post it. But however, we have to wrap it up. So Hillary, we want to thank you for coming. Thank you so much. Can you, so much fun. can you do this again with us? Please. Yes. Uh, we, need to, we just need to pop up out there and be like, hey, you want to go? The next time I'm I will yes. bring you some tea. I will bring you some tea. You just tell me what kind of tea you want, and I feel like we should just pop up and be like, oh, "That's hey, what I was go gonna ahead. say." I'll be like, "Hey, you want to go eat? Go enjoy yourself." I got you did that for me. I I forgot about that, so <laughs> I owe you, sis. <laughs> this was great, though. Thank you. Guys so much. Thank I you had so much fun. fun. Stay in tune and yeah. send my love to Bye. my big headed cousin. <laughs> Bye, lady. Bye. If you like what you heard today, click subscribe. Also, you can find us via Facebook at Moms with a T. Also, you can email us at momswithatea at gmail.com. We would like for you to send your questions and comments, and we would like to incorporate them into our podcast. Right. Also, if you're looking to find integrity therapy or alternatives, check us out at Sangoma Yaya or Sangoma's Palace via Facebook or Google. Um, also find me uh, at Instagram, Sangomas Palace, and that is S-A-N-G-O-M-A-S, and that's Yaya, Y-A-Y-A, or Sangomas, S-A-N-G-O-M-A-S, and the word palace. And if you are needing help living the life you want and being the person or mom you want, go to the website www.everywomaneverymom.com or go to the Instagram page every underscore woman underscore every underscore mom. Thank you for listening. Thank you.